Okay, let's start this podcast all over again. <laughs> um, I'm first of all, apologies to you, Ashley. Girl, you know, black people, we you know, we just some us sometimes can't ever do nothing right. Um, <laughs> so we gonna start this from the beginning, and I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome to everyone. And this is your girl from Off Topic. This is Annette. And today, my guest is Miss Ashley again. Hey, Boogie. Hey, hon. Hey, y'all. So what we're going to do about this is Ashley and I have been trying to do this podcast for a minute here. And this is the reason why I said black people can't. First of all, I'm the, I'm the black person who messed up the first time. Okay? <laughs> now my sister is the black person who can't stop calling me after I told you. I am trying to do a podcast. Now, do I think she being smart? Absolutely. I think she being smart because I told her she had nothing to say and I really didn't want her on my podcast. Uh-uh. But at any rate, yes, 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 yes. Girl, she ain't gonna talk nothing about some old people and some other stuff. But anyway, <laughs> I told her I will, you know, hit you back just as soon as I'm done. So if she calls here again, it's gonna be a whole different podcast actually when we come back for the third time, the fourth time. All right, it's gonna be how can you get me out of jail <laughs> with these people with corona? So anyway, <laughs> Ashley and I again have been trying to do this podcast for a while. The first time that we tried to do it, Ashley wasn't feeling very well. Um, and w- the podcast that we did do, I messed up technically. So the second time we tried to do it was now, <laughs> and then the third time we tried to do it. It's nice. So hopefully we're going to get through this podcast and just it'll be one for the books, trust and believe. So what Ashley and I was discussing beforehand was the fact that, you know, since we're all quarantined and we're all in the home and those who are following the instructions um, are bored and, you know, we're just, everything that we're doing, we have done 55, 55 times. Um, (laughs) And it's like, you know, I've been on keto and it's like, I'm trying not to eat this stuff. But at the end of the day, that bag of chips look good. So I'm going to have to partake in a crunch in a little while. But I was like, we need to talk about something that's very, that's fun, um, uplifting, because we're all going through this. And I'm, and to be honest with you, I want to stay informed, but I'm really tired of hearing about this virus because it's doing so much damage and I just need to take us to a whole nother place. And I don't want to talk about orange Cheeto face (laughs) because he has gotten on my last nerve and I wish somebody just go ahead and just, you know, whip him like a Hebrew slave and just be done with it. So I decided these topics would be best for someone who I know like I do watch social media and have takes on the things that's going on in social media. So I'm going to throw some topics out there that to Boogie and let her um, give her take on it. Now, we were talking in the second <laughs> podcast about, <laughs> about Instagram, um, TikTok, Facebook, whatever, uh, Twitter, whatever social media you have. And we were talking about the challenges that they've been doing on social media and we were talking about how the challenge with the people who are changing clothes in the challenge or dressing up dressing down however they're doing in the challenge how you know exciting they are because we're seeing it in a different perspective so I like it I think it's fun 
uh, I think, you know, it's given us something to, you know, look forward to when we turn on social media and it's not all the negativity and it's not all the, you know, terribleness of what's going on in the world has given us a little insight of how people, especially people in our culture, um, are living and having fun in the quarantine process of this. So I'm going to throw this to Ashley and let her unfortunately have to repeat <laughs> some of what she was saying because of my, you know, Justin Timberlake technical difficulties on this thing. I'm learning, y'all. I'm just learning. I'm learning. I'm still making mistakes. I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still coming up with topics. But anyway, back on your take on the challenges that's going on on social media. Now, listen, if we get disconnected again, you just going to get some one word answers from me, okay? Uh, next look, go look, round. But uh, it's, not, it's not even just going to be one word answers, it's going to be one word questions. <laughs> Well, well, well. Um, so yes, my going crazy is that um, while I don't necessarily do them, they are enjoyable to watch. Uh, what I was saying the first go round was that I think it is a great tool to help bring families together because we do live in a day and age now where, you know, so many people are just bombarded with the pressures of life and the hassles of work and school and, you know, other extracurricular activities that we may have going on. So, you know, it's very rare that families every day have a chance to kind of unwind together, have dinner together and just kind of spend that quality time. And so, you know, a silver lining, I guess you can say to this whole pandemic is that you know now families are kind of forced to have to just spend most of their time mm -hmm. together and so what you're seeing is a lot of creativity on the ends um, with these families where you know you have TikTok videos with the grandparents and the grandkids and the parents and their children and I think it's really cute um, it's kind of you know, making families, I guess, realize, you know, the fam, you know, the value in their families. Mm -hmm. and that when we kind of, you know, come out of this eventually that that momentum can, you know, keep going where, you know, people will, you know, say, hey, you know what? No, nah, I don't feel like going out this weekend with, you know, my friends. I think I'm just sitting in the house with my family, you know, just kind of chill with them for the weekend. You know, I hope that can kind of keep going on because I do think that a lot of us have kind of, you know, lost that connection to our friends and our families, um, again, because of everything that we do on a daily basis. So I think it's cute. Well, see, here's my thing about that part, too, what you just said as well. I think there's there's a twofold to that. One, I, I do believe in some cases people will do more family-oriented activities, I'd, whatever it'll be. But then, like, in my particular case, I don't want to see my children for a while. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to put it out there and just going to say what needs to be said. I, I love my kids. However, you know, if they decide, hey, mom, going out, oh, please stay for a while. Um, that's all right with me. I'm just, I'm just to the point where I just don't want to look at them no more. You know, y'all work together. So I think for you, it makes sense. You all live together, you work together. So it's like you're around them, regardless of anything, whether it's a pandemic or not. You. Mm -hmm. 
all together for the majority, you know, of the day. You know, a lot of these families, you know, they see each other in passing. They see each other in the morning when they're getting ready for work and maybe at night when they come home. But for the most part, you know, they're with strangers, classmates, co-workers or whomever. Um, and so because of that, yeah, you know, they might only really get to spend maybe like what? an hour or two with each other in the in the course of the entire day between, you know, breakfast and dinner and before going to sleep. So, you know, yeah, yeah, case okay, so I can understand. You bye, get out. I'm I'm yeah. gone. See y'all till later. Well, we see the, <laughs> the crazy the sadness of it all for us, it's like what we're doing now is the same thing we do all the time. So it's right. like I thought in my warped mind, let's be clear and let's understand. In my warped mind, I thought that, okay, since we're not forced to be in here, but in a way forced to be in here because there hasn't, mm-hmm. there hasn't been any rule where we couldn't go outside and walk around. It's just, you know, be safe, be distant, blah, blah, blah. So in my mind, I was thinking, okay, maybe we're going to do something different. Maybe we're going to play a game or two. Maybe we're going to watch a movie or two. Maybe we going to... Yes, maybe we're going to cook. Maybe we're going to bake. Maybe we're going to do something. You know, me and Leah might do some nails since we can't get out to the shop. That girl don't even want to comb my hair. I asked her. I dyed my hair. I colored my hair. And I asked her, I said, Leah, can you rinse the uh, hair the, uh, color out of my hair because my shoulder hurts? So she was like, huh? Huh? Okay. So then she said, yeah, I help you. I help you. It was one of the most solemn, depressing, yeah, I help you. And I have ever heard my time. I'm not asking you to give me surgery. I'm just asking you, can you help me rinse my damn hair? Okay. Then she went on ahead and did it so everybody knows she, you know, she is a good person. She wanted it. But then I asked Xavier, I said, hey, Zay, I said, can you do me a favor? Girl, he was putting his little hair cream in his hair like he going somewhere. He going somewhere, you know, he, yes, because you know you got to keep the hair moisturized and healthy. You know how cute he is. And he said, he turned around and looked at me. I said, Zay, can you do me a favor? He said, what? I said, what? You what? He said, nah. I wasn't wanting you like that. I was like, mm-mm, because you think I'm about to ask you for something. See, that's just what it is. I know it. You ain't got to pretend. You about to think I'm about to ask you for something. First of all, I don't need no money because I got money in my own and I can't even fucking spend it. Let's be clear. <laughs> Secondly, I don't need you to get me nothing to, nothing to eat because God knows we got food. And last thing I need to be doing is eating something else. However, me with my hands. So he was like, um, what exactly am I supposed to be doing? I said, just put on a pair of gloves. I got some breeze, which is kind of like icy hot. I said, can you help me rub it on my hand? Because my hand hurts. Ashley, I have been cooking for these Negroes <laughs> since this stuff has been happening. We have been cleaning. Okay. It, you know, it ain't like I live in a mansion. So it is not that quick. Howsoever, it's like Nobody don't want to help me, but I'm intentional. But okay, I got you now. So, no, I don't want to see them no more. I don't care about working with these people. I don't care about eating with these people no more. I don't want to have nothing to do with these people at this particular point in time. Do I love them? Absolutely. Will give my life for them. But howsoever, right now, if somebody came along after this whole coronavirus thing and said, girl, I'm 
these kids away from you for about a good two weeks. See you, sayonara. Pack your bags. Adios. Arrivederci and everything else. That's how I feel about these ones in here right now. Right now. I've been doing pretty good. I've been doing pretty good with my family, surprisingly, you know. Um, Uh, I was going to say, now you. (laughs) Listen, now I was worried. I was worried, okay? (laughs) I was real worried. But. Boogie's on what? We've been doing pretty good. You know, Layla, she's happy that everyone's home. You know, her mom is working. My mom just be doing her mom stuff. But I did. I was worried. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be in here having an argument with my mother every other day. Because you know, that's just our personality. But we've been good. good. I don't want to jinx I'm glad. Three weeks in, we good so far. So I'm, I'm. I'm All right. Well, we hope <laughs> we hoping to make it week four. We hoping to make it week four. So anyway, getting back to this social media stuff. Now, I will say we're gonna now we're gonna flip it a little bit. We're gonna talk about our favorite uh, social media personalities or whatever. So the reason why I brought I'm bringing that up is because um, DJ D Nice. Mm. And did this whole basic old school jam mm-hmm. concert, uh, whatever you want to call it on Instagram. And I thought it was so I I can't believe that I watched the whole thing. That was <laughs> this thing went in for four or five days, and I swear I kept turning into it, turning into it because the of the first time I was turning into it. I'm going to say, was for the music. Right. But then I started tuning into it for the celebrities that kept pounding mm-hmm. in into it. Girl, I, I, Amber Riley and Drake and Rihanna and Oprah and a bunch of other people. Uh, D.L. Hughley and a bunch of other people was popping in. And I'm telling you, the comments that people were making was hysterical. This man went from, I'm going to say like 10,000 followers maybe. I think it was like 10,000 when I watched it. I could be absolutely wrong. But by the end of it, this man got so many followers just for just doing what he does. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was just amazing that he could bring people of different cultures together. Bruno Mars was in the building. I'm, I'm talking a lot of famous people was in this man's, you know, feed, and it was amazing. And I just want to give a round of applause to him for even coming up with it and just doing it. And I'm surprised that so many people was positive in the comments. And with that being said, now we have all these other celebrities now mm-hmm. uh, joining in with these versus versus. So. What is your take on it and did you see it? Okay, so baby, let me tell you. This has been a win for society. Okay? Because we are getting free concerts. Do you hear me from some of our most beloved entertainers? Okay, I for no concert ticket that be cost 100 plus dollars for taxes and I got to be 
finding an outfit to wear and then going to the arena and sitting next to people. I don't want to say, I don't got to do none of that. I get to enjoy my favorite artists from the comfort of my home being ugly with no makeup on. I can go to the bathroom when I want, eat whatever I want. I have been loving it, okay? Mm-hmm. My favorite Versus now, let me tell you about this whole like battling thing. Now, I got to give credit where credit is due. Two people who have always done this, even before this whole pandemic virus, were Timbaland and Swiss Beats. They have actually always done like beat battles. They've been doing that now. Mm -hmm. They've done these probably for the past maybe year year and a half they've done it not like on a regular consistent basis but they have done these beat battles against one another on instagram like throughout the course of like the past year and some change didn't i know so i will say yes i will say that they are the originators howsoever my favorite battle to this day it recently just happened like maybe two nights ago it was neo versus Jonte. Oh, yes. Saw it. Baby. Now, listen. A lot of people don't know who Jonte Austin mm-hmm. is. He is an old school writer and producer. And though he is not as successful as Neo when it comes to his solo stuff, I actually am a fan of his solo albums. He has had solo projects before. He can really sing. Mm-hmm. So Neo does get him... You know, he does have one up when it comes to like the actual like performance standard of it because just yes, Neo can sing and has had very successful albums. Jonte's albums independently are not that successful. Howsoever, baby, let me tell you, Jonte is a beast and he is an OG originator. He has been doing stuff since Neo was probably in elementary school. Okay. Okay. So. I was living it. A lot of the songs that they were playing brought me back to my college days when I was at Eastern Shore back in the early 2000s. It was a great trip down memory lane. They both were great sports about it. They weren't disrespectful to each other because there have been a few battles mm-hmm. um, where, you know, the two people involved kind of were like hint below the belt, mm-hmm. didn't really have the sportsmanship. And I'll just be like, mm, it ain't that deep. So I thoroughly enjoyed that. I have been enjoying my concerts from PJ Morton, Anthony Hamilton, Kim. So many people have been like performing. I'm so happy. But let me tell you one gripe that I have. Uh Uh-oh. Now, I love me some Raheem Devon, okay? Mm -hmm. Baby, I love me Raheem. Raheem, we know... It's, it's, it's baby making love, making sex, making whatever you want to call it, music. That's that's who you're going to go to for that type of music, okay? So he does a lot of his concerts at midnight, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, baby making time. I'm pissed with him. Because what Raheem does is Raheem plays his songs and he'll just lip sync to the song. He plays his albums and he'll just sing along to his <laughs> albums. Rocky, I don't want to see you sing along to your song. I have your album. I know what they sound like. Can you please sing acapella for the people? <laughs> what, what, why do I have to watch you listen to your music? 
So I'm I'm a little bit disappointed in Raheem because Raheem, obviously Raheem performed live. He can sing. So I just expected a lot more. I expected for him to be, you know, having some instrumentals in the back <laughs> and him singing his songs. I don't want to see you breathing into this camera while your music plays in the background. Watch, this is not watching him saying out to his old music. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like everybody else out here performing acapella, they playing their own keyboards, singing. You know, you can hear the little riffs and the runs. I mean, giving it up. I'm all excited, like, yes, Raheem, yes. And then as soon as the first note drops, he lip syncs. Oh, so, um,. Um, I'm sure he'll never, you know, hear this. I, I don't know, but you know, Raheem, it's it's a no for me. It's a no because uh, I, I was just so disappointed. I have to say, Raheem. and I've and I've tried to tune in several different times, thinking that maybe that just wasn't the right night for me to tune in. <laughs> but he continues to do the same thing, and I, I'm not here. Well, Mr. Devon, uh, I don't know your so- mm-hmm. your social medias, but I'm just going to say at Raheem Devon. Uh, if somebody's listening, mm-hmm. no Raheem, uh, probably. At any rate, Ashley uh, Smith was not happy with your performance, and you know she wants her money back, mm. her ticket <laughs> to, the, Hello? to the concerts. She wants a refund because she was not happy with your you performance. You only hear lip sync to the music. Come on, sir. Oh, oh God, is that so is appalling. Funny. That is a lot. No, but I. I... <laughs> I am I'm happy that artists are doing this. Um, I mean, you know what shit? It's the least they can do. Hell yeah. I mean, if we want to be honest, hell yeah. Y'all sitting up here on any given day charging $150 for a ticket, and then that's not including the taxes and the fees for the parking and the outfit. We gotta buy the company, y'all. Don't forget the outfits in the house. Exactly. So I kind of feel like, you know, not saying that they owe it to us, but kind of in a way, like we're the people who make you successful and who put the money in your pocket. So it's just kind of like, yeah, y'all, y'all can spend 30 minutes in front of this phone. But you know what? And sing real quick. But you know what I I appreciate (laughs) about this? Absolutely agreed. 15 million percent, even though I probably ain't been since to a concert since. Well, we ain't gonna talk about that. But anyway, um, Absolutely. But what I do appreciate about this as well, it gives the generation now an opportunity to hear music from, we're going to say back in the day, because you know, we that's our favorite line back in the day, back in yes. the day that other people didn't get a chance to hear that we mm-hmm. love. A lot of people who probably mm-hmm. listening probably, you know, listen to the to the concert with Raheem Devon, even though he lip sync okay, um, probably didn't even know who mm. Raheem Devon was. <laughs> a lot of these people didn't even know who DJ yes. D-Nice was, and because they knew Drake, right. and because they knew Rihanna, and because they knew all these other people, that gave him the opportunity to have a different audience listen to what he does, and have gained him so many followers mm-hmm. on social media, which in his it probably in his lane could probably have opened up more doors for him. So I do appreciate mm-hmm. that part of it with the, you know, with the, with the branching off of other people listening to his music that probably would have no other way, probably knew who DJ D nice was. So I did appreciate that. 
Now, let's move on to this topic because this is the hot topic. Oh, gosh. This is the hot topic of social media going on in the last past week. Well, baby, in your words, Drake showed the world Adonis, his son. And when I tell you how tragic in, in boogie language, this was because when I saw I was like, my first of all, Leah kept saying, Ma, did you see Drake's son? And I was like, absolutely not. I mean, ain't like I walked outside and ran into him. No, I didn't see him. Right. So she kept saying, You need to go and see Drake's son. You need to go. I was like, I don't need to go see has really arisen. I jumped up out of bed. I sprouted out of bed to go see Drake's son. So it took me at least a whole day before I saw it because that particular day I said I was going to take a break from social media. So in the next day I saw it and girl when I saw it I'm going to tell you okay off topic is what it is and so I'm always going to be as honest as I possibly can and not be that person to be to harm anybody or hurt anybody's feelings howsoever one thing about me you will learn from this show um, I'm I'm going to tell it to you straight I might you know I'm not going to say sugarcoat it I'll, I'll put it in a format where cross like I'm being this horrible person but I got to say this Lord in Jesus name when I saw that child my, the first thing see, I'm not going to get into all of that I'm not going to get into all of that um, oh that child uh, Drake's half white and his mother white and the da 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 and down in the 15th generations they had white people and so it all came out in the show. I'm not getting into all that okay I'm getting into the fact that when I saw this baby and this has nothing to do with this child as a person or I'm talking negatively or hurting some the child I would never do that that's never in my attention but when I saw this baby and then I saw the baby mother and then I saw Drake okay I get it because when because, because I'm gonna tell you when I had my son and Zay was born Zay looked like he belonged to Becky and them here that baby ain't look nothing like he had an inch of her. <laughs> there was no nothing around the fingertips, nothing around the head, nothing that said this baby came from this black woman laying up in this bed. None of that happened. Howsoever, Zay has grown into his, his tone because of whom his father is. Howsoever, this baby is, is up at an age now where I'm like, where is the tone? Now, I get it. Drake is on the light skinned brother side, and his girlfriend is. I don't know what's first. Well, let's not talk about the girlfriend first. The, I, I, think she, I think she's white. Is, is she the girlfriend, or is she the she the side pieces, or is she the baby mom? I don't know how to describe. She's just the baby mama. I think she's yeah, the baby, think she baby mama. mama. And you know, Drake probably helped take care of her. And applause to her. But anyway, um, I, when I saw her, I was like, well, she looked a little old in the face. Um. Yeah. And I was trying not to judge. So I was I kept saying, why she look older? She looks very mature. 
in the face. So then we skip down to the baby. Now the baby is a cute little baby. I'm not even gonna lie. The baby little cute little baby with a little blonde curly hair. We're gonna get to you, Ashley. We're gonna get to you. Howsoever. Because see your your description is okay. Let me get this out because you will be in something totally different. But howsoever, I just the, there's no immediate resemblance and I get it sometimes children don't have that I can't see Drake nowhere in this baby now he said he done took blood tests and all this other kind of paternity tests or whatever he's taking DNA however. howsoever I'm still looking at this baby's face like I am a, a investigator trying to find a, the resemblance <laughs> You know, Aaliyah done swooped in like the, you know, mother she is of Earth and was like, well, my, his mom's white, so the baby probably looks more like the grandmother. Okay, I get it. My grandmother is full-blown Cherokee Indian. Full-blown. Not, oh, I got Indian in my family. No, she's full-blown. Oh, Tommy Hawk in hand. However, oh my gosh. However, I don't have Nathan that she has, okay? So, I don't know what happened in the generational gap of that. Nathan, not a neutral. How in the blue hell did this whole baby come up with blonde hair from the grandmother and the father is half black and the mother is old face and and white? I'm trying to pick how this works now. I'm being a little dramatic. Absolutely. But I'm just trying to figure how the hell this whole thing works. So, Ashley, you jump in and tell me how you think this is working. Because I hear you chomping at the bit. So, come on with it. No, I mean, I don't really have too much to say. My, the thing I was making was because I don't, you know, people always say you shouldn't talk about people's children. You know, if you talk about a person's child, your child might end up, you know, coming out mm-hmm. unattractive. And listen, that's just the risk that I'm going to have to take. I don't know. <laughs> I've always been honest. I don't sugarcoat. If I feel like a baby is cute, a baby is cute. If I feel like a baby is not cute, it's not. And I get babies when they're infants, they have to grow into their looks. He's not an infant. So at this point, it's pretty much what we got, right? So I don't necessarily think that the baby is all of that cute, but that's just my opinion, right? Um, <laughs> I do agree with Aaliyah. I do think that his son actually looks like his mom. Um, I think this is going to be one of those situations where he will have Drake features, but in the weird way. Like he's going to have something like Drake's fingers and toes, like stuff that <laughs> people can't see. Because you know, genetics is a tricky thing. You have some families where. You know, people can say, oh, my gosh, you have your mother's nose. And then you have some genetics where it's like, oh, they got that same twisted finger on the left hand, like weird stuff like that. So I feel like Drake's son will end up being that child that probably will not resemble him, will probably resemble like people in his past family like the grandmother or grandfather but he'll probably have something weird like Drake's birthmark or the strange pinky toe on the right foot like something weird like that but like 
facially speaking, no, I don't think that right now he looks like Drake. Now he could still change. I don't think kids change from age six to age 20. He might be with complete 180. I don't know. But right now he probably got weird features of Drake, like his navel or, you know, his clavicle bone. Something weird. Oh, I am over here in full flash panic mode right about. now because you are crazy. I'm just saying, but what does make me what I've seen something interesting and I don't want to get too deep, but I have seen this, you know, people went in on Blue Ivy, right? People went in, you know, talked about her nose, talked about how she looks like her father, you know, her hair is a mess this, that, and the third. And then I've heard people go in on Drake's child saying, oh, he's not black enough. He's not dark enough. And I'm just kind of like, figure out what y'all want. Y'all mad that Blue Ivy is too Mm -hmm. black. And now you're mad that Drake's baby Adonis is not Mm -hmm. black enough. Y'all gotta, like, you cannot pick and choose these, like, you only like the pretty, like the light skinned mixed kids who kind of still look black enough and got those, as they like to say, exotic features or you like, no, don't do stuff like that. Like just support black kids regardless. Like, and then secondly, I really need for people to go back to biology <laughs> because I hate <laughs> when people be like, that ain't his kid. Uh-uh, that kid, that baby's daddy is white. Like, have we not learned there are black kids out here with red mm. hair, gray eyes, blue eyes, like you can have a light skinned baby whose parents are both dark skinned, like it's called mm-hmm. genetics. You have dominant genes, recessive genes, you have genes where you have a kid who literally looks like the spitting image of like a great, 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 great right. grandparent. Don't look nothing like the <clears throat> father, but looks like somebody's great 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 grandparent from about three mm-hmm. centuries ago like so learn genetics you you would understand that as black people especially as black people given that you know when we came over here doing slavery you know people you know raped our women and it was just so much of that going on that within our lineage you just have a whole like array of different types of you know different types of ethnicities and and things like that going through our blood so it's just kind of like why are we so surprised that this baby came out (laughs) looking like the kid what is it the kid from toy Mm -hmm. story i don't know that's i saw a meme like that saying that the kid looks like the kid from toy story so i'm not surprised by you know the the blonde hair and the the gray or blue eyes, whatever color eyes he has. But for me, nah, I just don't think the kid is cute. I don't care if the kid is dark skin, light skin, pretty hair, no hair. I just don't think Adonis is cute. That's just my opinion. But I bet you his fingers look like Drake. <laughs> Girl, I'm about to die. I bet you. I'm telling you, he might not look like his daddy in the face. It is something on his body that looks exactly like Drake's body part. It's something where a kneecap, an ankle, it's something. Look, it made me just think something. (laughs) You were talking. Oh my God, you just said something. (laughs) When you were talking, it made me think of something. Because when Xavier was born, I look, I swore for God that 
these guys like his father, greenish gray eyes like his father. And I was like, oh, my baby gonna have these green gray mm-hmm. eyes. He's going to be so cute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially when he grits his little tan on. He's going to be. Tell they eyes brown. They ain't hazel. <laughs> they ain't no color but just brown. Then the hair. Now, granted, he got a lot of it. And, and, and there is a curl pattern to it. <laughs> But it's just nappy regularly. So it's just one of those things where <laughs> did none of Lou's mother's jeans come to her at no point in time. I mean, come on now. Oh, it was just baby. It might have a fingertip or something from that no. side of the family. Feet. His feet is very white. <laughs> His feet is very white. That's about it's, so there. We that, go. They that's it. it. They're big and they're white, and his ears are big. So he got a lot of that from his father. Howsoever. Yes, the hair not negative and the eyes is a definitely no 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 he has a nose like an African American and that's basically he says, but he looks like but his he dad, does though. have a lot of his father's looks he does look like them his side father side. however you can definitely see yes. my niggadom <laughs> yes if, if people didn't know who his daddy was the yes, it, it would be no question yes. about it. They'd be like, "Oh, he black, yes. he hove." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But no, when he's with his father, he definitely yes. looks like so Lip. So I, I posted on. So I don't know yeah, where Adonis is. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know, know where Adonis, Adonis, Adonis is gonna have the one thing of Drake's that is the most important aspect of who the money. So the let's money. be clear and understand. Uh, right. <laughs> I mean, the yes, love should um, be number one, yeah, right? Love, love. love. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. So love yeah, yeah, and then yeah, the uh-huh. money. But there we, we go. know it's going to be the money and then love. But howsoever. <laughs> howsoever. Ain't nobody going to really care at the end of the day. You know, how, you know how we do. And when I say we do, I'm talking about our culture does. We'll say that baby ain't that boy's. Then we know that baby don't belong to him. That is not his baby. But then a few years later down that line, we ain't going to care that it ain't his baby. We just going to know Drake's son going to have a lot of money. Just like they talked about Blue Ivy's hair. Yeah. Blue Ivy got the nappy hair. How Beyonce mm-hmm. running around here with all this money and got that baby hair looking like this. Beyonce say what y'all say about Blue's hair, you just wait. Boom, bang, pow, pow. Blue Ivy hair damn near down all the way to her buttocks. Nice hair, healthy Hello. Hair. So all of y'all that was talking about mm-hmm. that damn baby beforehand, recognize and realize now, Blue is richer than all of us. <laughs> the, all, all of us. us. Put and together. that is all we know all and of that's us. all we should care about. Is that little eight-year-old little girl got more money than we ever going to see in our entire lives. So understand. Right. See me out. I don't talk about people kids because of their hair or like stuff like that. Like I said, either you cute mm-hmm. or you not cute. I don't care if you rich, if you poor, if you bald headed, if mm-hmm. you got head down your back and it looks like a, a unicorn. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I look at your facial it's features. Rude. Okay. That is what helps me determine if I think a child oh, is cute. Yeah. Or not. You don't, don't even want, live by the standard. I don't of, get oh, into the baby got nice shoes on. They the outfit cute. You just no, I don't even do none of that. Like, (laughs) I just get straight. Let me be honest with you, okay? I gotta say this a little bit quiet so my niece don't hear. But when my (laughs) niece was first born, 
I said that I didn't think she was cute. And I was very worried. I was very worried because I was just like, I don't know how this is going to go. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, oh God, please let there be a shift. <laughs> and it was a very fast shift, literally. Within one week, I, I came from being very unsure about her to saying, oh, okay, she's going to be cute. And she is. She's the cutest little thing. But it was one week when she was first born. I wasn't on board. And that, that is my own flesh and blood. You hear me? My own flesh and blood. And I was just like, Mm-mm, she ain't hitting for right now. So I don't care who you are. If I don't think a baby is cute, I will be very honest with it. Oh, I Lord. My niece, I will probably with my child. I will be able to tell y'all if I think my child is cute. I'm going to love my baby and I'm going to tell my child that he or she is beautiful, gorgeous, and everything else. Positive affirmation. But I will be very honest with my husband like, mm, Lord, Amber. I don't know about this. <laughs> Let, let's be clear. It's, let's be clear. I said several prayers to God. <laughs> my first was, Lord Jesus, please let my children be healthy but secondly, in a close first, please let them look like something. Because the one thing I cannot do is have no child that I got to look at and make excuse. I don't have that much money to dress up this child to try to make them <laughs> I don't have that much money, Lord. So please let them have something that works for them. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh. That my, and I, Lord, I hate to be superficial like this, but let's be clear and honest. We all, as parents, think that, yes, we want our children to be healthy. Absolutely, absolutely. But we do not want our children to be the ugly kids. No, we don't. Let's be honest. If we're going to tell the truth, tell the truth, shame the devil. We do not want, because number one, we don't want to look at them. Number two, <laughs> we don't want America <laughs> or the world to look at them. And three, but most importantly, we don't want the world to look at them and know that they came from us. So let's be honest. You're so... See, I ain't even take it that far. You are no, horrible. No, we I didn't even take it that far. We're going to say it. <laughs> Tell the truth, shame the devil. We really feel as parents. We want healthy kids, but we want children who are attractive children because we don't want our children having to go through this world being bullied and, and you know, called nasty names. And We don't want to treat our children horribly because I'm guaranteed to tell... If my children came out and they was ugly, I'm going to tell my children, you are smart. You are kind. You are wonderful. All those <laughs> affirmations, but what you're not is cared. Okay, so let's go out and see can we buy you some clothes that's going to make you have some friends. But listen, a lot of the kids that be bullying other kids be the ugly ones Girl. too. So I will say this. I think kids get bullied <clears throat> Now, especially nowadays, kids can get bullied for anything. Like Layla, I remember in kindergarten, you know, Layla has a, a, a head full of mm -hmm. hair, right? And it was extremely, extremely, you know, curly when she was in kindergarten. You know, gorgeous hair, you know, beautiful. You have all of these people out here who say and make comments like, oh, I hope my baby has good hair. Um, this whole debate about good hair, nappy hair, I hate that debate. But anyway, you have all these people like, oh, I wish my baby had hair like Layla's, et cetera, et cetera. But Layla got bullied mm -hmm. for her hair. You had girls 
who, because their hair was not curly or, and because their hair wasn't long, like Layla's, would call her a clown, would put leaves in her hair. In kindergarten, she would come home sad about stuff like that. And so kids today, regardless if they're light skin, dark skin, good hair, if you want to consider it bad hair, dress nice, doesn't dress nice, kids today will just bully, like, for whatever reason. Like, whatever they don't see in themselves, Mm -hmm. they'll find a way to bully you because you have something that they wish that they had. So for me, my fear of having a kid who might not be attractive is not even the bullying thing. I just hope that my child is cute for personal no. reasons, just for me. Because guess what? If I know I have a kid, <laughs> if I have a kid who I know is not attractive, you know I love to dress. So it ain't gonna be no thing. My baby will always be the best dressed, whether they're cute or not. That's just me. I I like to think I'm the best dressed, so my child will be the best dressed. You know, education is a big thing within my family. So I already know my baby, you know, my baby will be smart, you know, because Layla, she's smart as a, you know, smart as a whip. So my baby will be the best dress. My baby will be the smartest. And I will tell my child, if they make it fun of the way you look, just be like, you'll be working for me in 20 years from now. You know, just make comments like that. For me, it's not even about the bullying because you're going to have to deal with that regardless about anything. It's just a personal thing. I just I just would like to have a cute baby. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen because my track record of talking about children <laughs> is not a good one. <laughs> so them prayers going to be real hard uh, to God. If I get pregnant well, because I, I I'm not the person. Well, to, this was to, so much you know, fun. I've discussed social media <laughs> at its finest, and that is talked about all kinds of things that we both on. And in the oh lord, girl, this is not gonna be gonna be good. But at the end of the day. <laughs> That's why the name of the show is called Off Topic because there is nothing that we cannot discuss. And with you, my dear, I knew I'm always going to get it and I'm always going to get it straight. So that's why I figured this topic was the best topic for you because we were fun and we did. And it's as it's, it's informative and we pop and in whatever way, we tried to do it. So if nothing else, I hope people get a good chuckle off of it. I hope people get a good laugh off of it. Maybe they thought the same things that we thought and, you know, couldn't say it or wouldn't say it or didn't have anybody to say it to. Howsoever, at the end of the day, I'm so glad to have you on here, Boogie. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You know I shall be back at another one. I know. We... I know, I don't got nothing but time. Girl, I'm in the house. Look, nothing you but in, time. Is this stupid here? But this was fun. Shoot. And you guys, please listen. And Ashley, <laughs> if you have yes. any social media that you want to promote or anything that's going on with you that you want to say really, um, that's going to be my next, my new thing now. People promoting their social media if they want to. If not, that's fine too. But I want my audience to know some of the people whom and who I date and will be guests on the show. So if you want to, you can. That's fine too. And you get the last well, one. 
No, my social media, my social media is private. I don't, <laughs> I don't like a lot of people on my social media, <laughs> so it's going to remain private. Well, um, I can tell y'all this. <laughs> I'm gonna just be like honest with you, know, you, you know. So my social media is private as well. The reason my social media is private is not only because I don't want people that I don't know. Uh, on my social media, exactly. but I don't want people. Some of the people that I do know, social media. What? So I just be like, it's private, uh, you know. So right. if you hear, you know, let me know. You can always send me a request, most certainly, and I'll go to your social media and I'll check you out. And you know, I still probably won't accept. Right, but <laughs> you can say you made the effort. <laughs> but I will always give people a chance to promote themselves in any way, shape, or form. Howsoever, this all the promote you go. Well, thank you. I, of I course, appreciate this all the promote. I'm gonna I'm give y'all right now. I might make you hard, but you know, you're not getting up in my bed and understand. That's not gonna happen. Let's be clear. But at any rate, thanks, Boogie. Appreciate you again. Um, I'm putting this out here. I would love people to listen. It'll be fun. It's going to be exciting. And tomorrow, I'm doing another podcast with some special guests. So, Boogie, you make sure you listen to it and Woo. enjoy. Send me the text so I know when, when to when listen. We... Are these oh, people yeah. that I know? And we just going to leave it. We just leave okay. it. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Yeah, and um, we're gonna have a good time, all right. All right, thank you, man. All right. Again, thanks, boo. Thank you for joining me. Appreciate you. Uh, please tell all your friends to listen. We're gonna have a great time, and it's always gonna be lighthearted. And we're always gonna make sure that there's no topic off topic. Bye.